following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time for Spring Fling 2022 here for your Sumner County Sports Preview, your host, Zach Womble. 12.30 here in the Mid-State, so you know what time it is. Time for the Sumner County Sports Podcast. Yes, we are bringing it to you 30 minutes earlier and two days earlier as we will be in Murfreesboro for all Spring Fling coverage. So we're recording on Monday. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another edition of the show. Joining me, as always, behind the scenes is our soon-to-be award-winning producer, J.P. Plant. I ask you each and every week, and I'm going to do it again, please don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and comment on the podcast, wherever you may be listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Main Street Preps. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP, and the show on Twitter at Sumner Sports Pod. You can also check us out on Facebook at Main Street Preps, the Gallatin News, Hendersonville Standard, and the Portland Sun. And if you're watching on YouTube, give us a follow there where you will find us on Main Street Nashville, where you find videos from mornings on Main Street with Joe Dubin, Main Street Sports Today with Chris Yao, Mo Patton, and J.P. Plant, as well as our entire library of podcasts, including yours truly. One last item of note before we dive into today's show, a huge thank you to the fans who tune in each and every week. Your support is greatly appreciated, so I just want to say thank you. Top headlines before we get into our our interview, which will be kind of the main course of today's show. Spring Fling update. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you to head on over to MainStreetPreps.com, the Sumner County tab, where you'll find everything that you need to know. Spring Fling at a glance, how much uh, tickets are, how much it costs to park, what you can and cannot bring into each venue. So again, head on over to MainStreetPreps.com. Click on the Sumner County tab and you will find everything that you need to know regarding this week's Spring Fling. Other top headline this week, congratulations to Pope Preps Chet Lacks on being named Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Mr. Baseball Finalist for Division 2AA. That division is littered with talent from top to bottom. So being named one of the top three players in the division is something to be proud of. So congratulations to Chet Lacks for that honor. Merrill Hyde back into the state tournament for the second year in a row. Our Actually, our main course of today will be catching up with Daniel Brooks. So I won't spend a ton of time on this because we're going to do that after the break. But congratulations to the Hawks who punched their ticket through to Murfreesboro, beating the Chattanooga School of Arts and Sciences this past weekend in the Class A sectional round. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the break, but stay tuned after the break, and we will welcome in Merrill Hyde soccer coach Daniel Brooks to the show. Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, 
While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back into the Sumner County Sports Podcast. I want to thank our advertisers for supporting us here uh, I teased before the break that we would talk with Merrill Hyde soccer coach Daniel Brooks, and he joins us via the phone line right now. Coach Brooks, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well, Zach. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing good, brother. I really appreciate you jumping in today. Um, for our first-time guests, i like to have a little bit of an introduction, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, what got you into soccer, and how long you've been at Merrill Hyde. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Um so uh, I played soccer my whole life, uh, grew up in Louisiana, moved to Kentucky when I was 10, played my high school through there. I played collegiately at um, Kentucky Wesleyan College in uh, Owensboro, Kentucky, and then uh, moved down here to Tennessee about 16 years ago, um, started coaching when I got out of college, just started out in younger age groups, uh, U10, U11, and then Got into a high school down here. I was uh, became good friends with Jim Carr, uh, the former coach at Merrill Hyde. He asked me to assistant coach. Uh, that was, I guess, that was nine years ago, and uh, started then. Coached uh, five years with Jim as the assistant coach at Merrill Hyde, and when he retired, I uh, took over the head coaching job there, and uh, been there uh, the head coach there the past four years. Awesome. Uh, well, you know, I, w- I was going to say, you know, you're you're pretty much a resident now. You're, you're pretty much a native of, of Tennessee. You've been here for 16 years. So, uh, you know, I guess you get to wear that crown as as, as a native. But, uh, Coach Brooks, listen, you've, you've obviously been at Merrill High, like you said, the last four years. You know, going all the way back to 2017, 2018, 2019, you guys knock on the door of the state tournament but fall short each year. And in 2020, you've got a really good team, but that obviously comes to a close due to COVID. But you guys bounced back last year, punch your ticket to state for the first time. I remember being there every step of the way that year. But for our listeners, can you just kind of describe the emotions you felt finally breaking through and into the Spring Fling Tournament last year? 
Yeah, most definitely. Like you said, it's uh, we we have a really tough region. I feel like it's hard to get out of the region, and the, and the sectional game is always really tough. And you know, like you said, we knock on the door there. We lost, I guess, three years ago. Well, that was the COVID year. Four years ago, we we lost uh, with 16 seconds left on the clock against Chattanooga School of Arts and Sciences on a on a free kick from out the box. And we just talk about a brutal loss. And you know, the the, the year is such a grind, and, and just to get to that you know, that point and then lose that way is tough. And so, but, you know, I kind of feel like those moments help prepare you, you know, going forward in, 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 in the seasons to come. And so finally getting through with our team last year, kind of just a, a sense of relief, you know, and I'm just so happy for the boys first and foremost, but it's just really a relief to finally get past, you know, that point and, and punch our ticket in the state. And uh, it, it was just, it really just an amazing, um, uh, but I was just so proud of the boys because it really it comes down to them at that point in time. You know, once once you get to the postseason, I kind of feel like a, and I tell them, you know, I've done everything that I can possibly do for you. We can make some tactical changes here and there, uh, but but it really boils down to their performance and them stepping up. So you know, you try to put them in the best position that you can. But uh, just extremely proud of them. And once you get to that point, I feel like it it kind of helps us with this team this year. Just you know kind of what's expected. You know, they know what it takes to, to punch the, the ticket through. And it's always a tough game. It can go either way. But I think it just kind of helps prepare them mentally for, for what it takes to get, you know, to that next level. Kind of sticking with the theme of, of continued growth, um, you, your program, like I said, has, has continued to grow each and every year. What do you attribute to that growth? Is it is it more kids playing travel soccer? I mean, what is it do you think that has allowed your, your team to – to go from struggling to now, uh, you know, a state tournament year, uh, back-to-back years? You know, that's a great question. I, I think it, a lot of it comes back to the players, obviously, because they're the ones that have to get out there and perform. But I, I know a lot of my boys are playing club. I've, I've had great senior leadership, uh, especially last year. I, I had eight seniors last year, and that that's a huge part of when you have upperclassmen. Um, you know, just kind of leading the way for you out there. But, you know, I feel like Jim did a great job of, you know, starting the, well, not starting the program, but I think developing it into a strong program. He put the ideas in place and, you know, just the, what's expected of the players. I think he did a great job of setting the foundation and I've just kind of, you know, carried that on. Obviously, you know, I do think something's different, you know, but uh, I think that, he, he did a great job and we just have a really good program in place right now. And the boys coming through know what's expected of them. And, you know, they just kind of know what it takes to win, but uh, the upperclassmen were huge last year. And, and obviously we had just an exceptional talented group, but this year has been a little different. I've got two seniors this year. And so, I mean, we've lost 18 players in the past two years before this. So for a school as small as us, you know, we've got 224 students in the school, I, th- I think like I've got a hundred boys probably at the school. So, I mean, if I get 20 guys playing, I- I've got 20% of the school playing soccer, you know? So uh, uh, whenever I lose that many players in a couple of years, it- it's always, you know, tough to kind of rebound. But uh, my two seniors this year have just been absolutely unbelievable. Um, they were a huge part, you know, in getting to the state tournament last year. So they were able to help, you know, I've got a lot of freshmen this year and, and uh, they, they kind of helped them you know, understand what it takes, you know, to get to this point and actually get back into the state tournament. So just pretty unbelievable what they've accomplished this year. 
Uh, kind of stepping away from uh, the field a little bit, Daniel. You know, last spring I had the pleasure of coming out for your buddies program. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about that and maybe how they could get involved uh, next year? Yeah, uh, so we we have a program that's called Tennessee Soccer Stars, and we've partnered with Tennessee United here the past several years. Um, and it's it's basically a program for you know kids with any developmental disabilities and uh, to come out and we have our our players and there's you know obviously players at Merrill High but now that we partner with Tennessee United uh, there's you know different teams that come out we even have players from station camp come out as well and, and other high schools uh, that, that have heard about it but they come out and we buddy them up with um, we call them uh, they're our stars and they, they come out we buddy them up uh, with a star and we just uh, run different drills and just do different fun games uh, we do eight sessions and they're, they're Saturdays at, uh, they start at 10 o'clock. Uh, we do eight sessions in the fall and um, eight sessions in the spring. And it's just a great program. Uh, we, we've got anywhere from, you know, 20 to 30 kids each week. Now we started out with maybe like four or five kids coming out. So the program has just grown and uh, it, it's, it's great for the stars, but I think it's just as great for, you know, the buddies that come out and help them because it just teaches so many great valuable life lessons. So it's just a great program. It really is one of the most things we're proud of at Merrill high for sure. Uh, you know, it seems like an eternity, eternity ago at this point, but it was just this past October, the girls program brought home the gold for the first time in school history. I'm wondering if, if that has motivated uh, your team to maybe try to make a run at it or, or have, do you think it's helped uh, just kind of the, the season for, for your boys this year? Yeah, that's uh, that. That was so great for uh, Jason and you know the rest of the coaches in the program. Uh, you know, I've got a daughter that plays for that team, so it was exciting for me to be watching them as well uh, from that aspect. But uh, yeah, it's just great. I, I think that you know it, it, it's great for the school. I think people know who Merrill Hyde is now. Obviously, the girls have been getting there, and it's just uh, great for the boys to finally get up in there. We've been trying to get in. You know how hard it is, and uh, it's just great for us to finally get up in there. But um, I think it just, you know, it kind of pushes both sides to, you know, you always want to get as far as you possibly can, but you see them do it. And I think it gives us some confidence, you know, to know that, that it is attainable and that you can actually get there. And so um, props for Jason and the great program that he has. And uh, I think they have a really good chance to, to get back there as well this year. And, uh, you know, once you get in, you never know what can happen. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just great for them. But, yeah, the boys, uh, we, we've got confidence. I think just us getting in last year and finally getting over that hump, we know that we can do it. Um, it's never easy because there's just there's great teams out there. You know, it's never an easy road. But just making it last year, I think, for our boys was, was huge and just trying to, you know, finally getting over that hump. And it's just given us confidence, uh, you know, for this year as well. Yes, kind of speaking to that theme again, you know, if you look at this year's record, it, it doesn't look great, right, Daniel? 13-9-2, but you're in the final eight. You're there. Um, so who kind of stepped up for you guys to get there this year? Um, and were you surprised at all to make it, especially maybe after some midseason struggles like losing to STEM prep by combined 13 to nothing in two matches this year? Yeah, and that, uh, you know, I was looking at the state bracket and I was like, man, we've got more losses than the other team in there, but – you know, I told our boys this before the CSAS game that we played this weekend. You know, I, I schedule outside of my district. I schedule the absolute toughest schedule that I can. I, 
you know, we, and you know, we've talked about this before, but I play, you know, station camp, I play beach, a home and away, I play Wilson central, you know, and several of other um, teams, but I, I try to schedule those tough teams. Cause I think, you know, I'm not really so much worried about, you know, what my record looks like, you know, it's really the end result and what's going to help us, you know, when we get into these sectional games and get into these region games and um, district finals, you know, to try to help us become the better team. And so, you know, those, those are always tough games for us, but, and, and STEM prep is, is an excellent team. They're, they're new to our district this year, but they are, they're absolutely amazing. They're a great club. Um, and so, but, you know, you get into that CSAS game, this, this sectional game this weekend. And, and that's what I told the boys. I said, you know, you're, they're such a young squad, but I'm like, you know, you're ready for this game. You know, you, you played against these tough teams and, you know, this is why we play those teams because this is going to be a grind today, but all those battles that you've gone through, you know, they've helped you become, you know, a stronger team. And especially with the younger team as we had, but, to, to answer your question there after that, you know, who's really made an impact for us. We've got uh, two great seniors, Jake Burton and Trevor Keel, um, just playing center back for us, just amazing leaders, even better young men um, off the pitch. But the the calmness and the composure that they give us, you know, on our back line, uh, really just – I can't say enough good things about them. We've got Drew Williamson in goal this year, um, who's – who's just done an amazing job. Uh, you know, Joshua Lynch played for us for, for every plan on the next level. And Drew's kind of been, you know, behind him and, and, and ready to get up in there. And so he's just, you know, taking his chance this year and just stepped up huge for us. Um, we've got some really juniors who've stepped up big time for us. You know, I'm starting four freshmen this year. So any upperclassmen that I can get is just, you know, it's huge to try to help those boys, you know, grow throughout the year. But Braden Evans is a special player in the midfield for us just doing an amazing job and uh and jesse ochoa has uh has just been amazing for us this year he uh stepped up scored in the in the chattanooga school and arts and sciences game in our sectional game this weekend in the 1-0 win uh so he just played huge minutes for us there and uh just great but uh my, my freshmen have really stepped up i'm like i said i'm starting four freshmen and for them to play against you know bigger physical faster guys and, and, and you know but they I feel like throughout the year you know they've just grown mentally and, and they're you know, really figured out what it takes to win at this level because it, it is a challenge for them so just be extremely proud of the boys. Daniel uh, I haven't asked anybody this question yet but would you be able to stick through after the break I've got a few more questions for you I'd like to, to ask you and I don't want to have to be kind of pushed up after the break but could you could you stick around after the break for uh for a few more questions yeah zach i'd be happy to awesome coming up after the break we keep talking with merrill high boys soccer coach daniel brooks A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. 
Welcome back. After the break, we are talking with Merrill High boys soccer coach Daniel Brooks, uh, talking about his team's punching his ticket to the spring flame for the second year in a row. Uh, coach Brooks, to kind of pick back up where we left off, you know, I had, I had mentioned that the first two matches against STEM prep really didn't go your way. But then you face off against them in the region title match, and it's, and it's a 2-0 loss. So I'm wondering, where where did your program grow the most from those first two matches until that region title match? Yeah, and like I said, starting off, STEM prep, they're, they're an exceptional team. Uh, they're on the other side of the bracket, obviously, from us. But, you know, we've had a chance to see them three times. And, and I told their coach, I said, if there's a better team in the state, I'd like to see them. So I, I think they're going to be uh, really, really tough to beat. But, uh, you know, just starting out in the year, whenever we played them, like I said, with such a young team, we weren't, I don't think we were really mentally ready for that game. Uh, lost five to nothing in the first one. Uh, the second time we played them, I think it was in the district final. Uh, we just, we had a really bad game. We started out and, gave up three goals, I think, in the first 10 minutes. And just you play against a good, solid team like that, it, it, it's going to be hard to get back into the game. And, and once again, I think it was a learning moment for us, just knowing that that you can't you can't give up an early goal. You can't start out like that because you play against a good team. It's just, it's just too big a ground to make up. And so we finally uh, get back and see them in the region final and knew what to expect. And I made some some tactical changes as far as formation. What we went, um, I won't get into too many of those because we may see them again. But uh, we uh, we we just did some different things tactically and moved a couple players around to stiffen up our defense and and try to you know change the way that we did. But I thought we had a really good game plan in that. We we were down one to nothing at the halftime and really talking with my assistant coaches and the boys. I said, look, we we just want to. We want to get to half and have a chance to play against this team. And uh, I felt we did that. You know, gave up a goal in the second half as well. But I feel like we're inching closer to them each time. But they're, they're an exceptional team. They've got some a lot of dangerous players that can hurt you, and their speed of play is just really quick. So um, I hope that we uh, get a chance to uh, face them. If we do, it'll be in the final, obviously, which will be uh, huge for us. So hopefully we're faced uh, you know, with that again and see what we can do against them. You know, earlier in the interview, you mentioned playing tough competition all season long, and you 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 will again get another tough opponent in Harpeth in round one. If you look at their record, fifteen one and one, that could be daunting. They've pitched seven shutouts this year. Clearly, they have a great defense. I guess what's the how do you break through that brick wall that they've kind of put up this year? Yeah, that's a great question, and and. and... You know, the boys and I have talked a little bit. We're, we're going to train tonight, um, have a light session just to get ready and talk about, you know, what we want to do. But you get to this point and, and there's no easy games. You know, it doesn't matter who we draw, any of the other seven teams, you know, it, there's a reason that they're here and still play, you know. And so uh, the boys, we, we, we talk a little bit, um, you know, about, about Harpeth. It's going to be a tough game. But really what I try to focus on with my boys is, always tell them, say, look, you know, I'm not so much worried about the other team. It's about what can we control, you know, and how can we play the way that we want to play? Because I feel like when we play the the game that we want to and we set our minds on what we want to do, you know, as Merrill Hyde and the way that we want to control the ball and, and set up defensively, you know, I think we're a really, really tough team to beat. And so, you know, we'll talk a little bit about Harpeth, but really I, I just tonight we're going to talk about, 
you know, what we need to do. And, and you just try to control the things that you control. Cause I can't really control anything that Harvest does, uh, you know, and how they set up, but you know, for my guys, you know, we're, we're just going to really, you know, talk about what it's going to take to win. And I feel good with where we're at right now, though. CSAS was an extremely tough team. It was really gritty win for us to win that we scored, I think five minutes into the second half and, um, you know, held on and, and it was just a really, like I said, gritty win for us. I thought it was a really a professional performance from, from our boys to, to win a 1-0 game on the road with as young as we are too. Those, those younger guys really stepped up and played, you know, like they had been there before. And so that's what it's going to take once we get here to try to put a couple wins together. But, you know, I feel good about our chances. I feel like when we play the way that we can play, we're a really tough team to beat. So it's just, uh, you know, trying to find a way to dial in mentally because I think that's such a huge part of the game at this point. All, all the teams there are excellent teams, but really the team that can, you know, handle the mental stress and, and, and carry over and play the way that they need to play, I, I think that they that's going to put you in the best chance to win. Most certainly. Well, Daniel, I'm very much looking forward to it to see if you guys can't uh, make some noise tomorrow. Uh, fans, if, if you want to know, 2 o'clock two tomorrow at Richard, Richard Siegel Park, the Hawks take on Harpeth in their round one state tournament game. Coach Brooks, thank you so much for joining us today on the Sumner County Sports Podcast. I wish I could have covered you guys a little bit more this year, but uh, thank you for just, you know, uh, hopping on and, and, and shed a little light on Merrill Hyde soccer. Zach, I really appreciate you. Thanks so much as always, buddy. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. We'll catch up tomorrow. Thanks, Coach. See ya. Again, that was Merrill High Boys soccer coach Daniel Brooks joining the show. One more segment before we close up today's episode, and that is our Player of the Week segment. It's a, He's a reoccurring guest at this point, but Hendersonville sophomore pitcher Lake Morris was incredible. Pitched a masterpiece against Ravenwood in the Class 4A sectional this past weekend, striking out 13 Raptor batters and giving up just one hit over seven complete innings. He was incredible. You know, last a uh, couple weeks ago, he caught attention saying that, you know, when he knows he gets the ball, he's, he's ready to go before he puts the milk in his cereal bowl. And he told me that he is a whole milk kind of guy and ate the Captain Crunch before uh, that day's game. So congratulations to Lake Morris on pitching the commandos to the state tournament. I'm excited to see kind of how it shakes out for Mike Hendricks in his last go around. They get Farragut in round one and is, you know, Farragut is a tough out. They've got 11 state championships to their program's history and are a favorite for many to win it all again this year. But you know what? Maybe maybe Mike Hendricks and the Commandos got a little destiny going. So, again, if you're in Murfreesboro, join me at Oakland High School on Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. where the Commandos take on the Admirals in Game 1. That will do it for today's episode of the Sumner County Sports Podcast. As always, I close it out, shooting it into the basket, crumbling up April's old calendar. So, let's see if I can't drain for the last show before the Again, a little high, but that's okay. Listen, if you're in Murfreesboro, come say hi to me. I look forward to talking to you. But I will catch you next week for the newest episode of the Sumner County Sports Podcast.